You are just a floating speck of dust out in the infinite universe. Remember that tomorrow when you wake up and you look upon your life and all the things that you wish you could change, you can. You can do it right now because you're just a piece of shit floating in outer space. My name is Isaac. This is my co-host Rodolfo. And today we have our friend Austin Payne who is a actor slash creator slash what else uh you know handy man i would say handy, handy man. man you know renaissance man is good why don't we just go there a little go. modern day da vinci yeah we got a little modern day da vinci today in the milky way yeah um so uh, usually we like to start the show out with uh recommendations did i say that right uh, that was better. Re- better. Recommendations. Recommendations. <laughs> Recommendations. You know, what the fuck? Can you, you if say it's it. the staple of the, sh- of the show, he says maybe it right? we should. He's saying he it right? Recommendations? Yeah, that's, he nailed it. Recommendations. 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 You guys, I'm, I came here when I was nine years old. Give me a fucking break. You know what I'm trying to say? Uh, Recommendation. There you go. Recommendation. No, you, he's saying, you're it's saying the so hard very, for me to you say it. Said it the Recommendation. That was recommendation. Okay. There you go. Brenda, you said it that okay. last time. You I just got to say it really fast. Austin, give us your recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll take it away. Uh, wake up at the same time every day. That's the trick. No matter what time you go to bed, wake up at the same time each day. Life hack. Uh, Why? Because uh, that's how you, uh, you, that can be the pillar of your mental health. You know, it can keep you on the right track of being productive each day especially if you're an artist because if you're an artist sometimes you don't have a set schedule you're waking up at different times of the day your life is erratic um so it's just a simple thing that kind of clears up a lot of stuff interesting okay what time do you wake up uh i wake up at eight every day yep what if you want to bed at six a.m if i went to bed at six that's the that's i just do (laughs) Way to set me up to fail. <laughs> I'm just asking. Mm. Uh, no, uh, usually the thing is, is I can't go to bed at 6. Okay. At that point, I, I just stay up. And you then know. you just do a 48? Yeah. Uh, I keep it tight. <laughs> I keep it tight. You know what? I can attest that he does keep it tight because he had to go to the hospital. I did have <laughs> for to go staying to the <laughs> There we go. Uh, yes, I struggle with insomnia. Way to put me on blast. I'm for so real. sorry, yeah. bro. No, it's all right. We all have me. our demons, bro. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. my thing. So, uh. But I'll tell you what, that uh, waking up at the same time every day has really helped me out with it. But okay. you know, what else? I mean, Jocko Willink says that too. Who? Jocko Willink, son of a bitch, stole my thing. That was, was one this? of your recommendations. No, Jocko Willink. No. Yeah. yeah. He's who, like a Navy SEAL. He wakes up at five or four a.m. No, four a.m. every morning. Doesn't matter. I think four thirty. Wow. And he wakes up at four thirty. Does hella deadlifts, hella fucking crazy shit, and then he starts his day. That's crazy. Yeah. The uh, yeah, my my goal, if I ever get there one day, uh, as an insomniac, is to wake up with the sun each day. So that would be like Ooh, five. Interesting. And then go to bed, you know. Yeah. Somewhat when the sun goes down, and then just kind of like be a little more. I feel like it would be somehow a little more spiritual too, you know. Okay. Like if there was no technology or anything like this, you know, you'd probably wake up with the sun. And then you probably kind of go, go to, to bed. With the, yeah, when there's. I can mean. actually share a little bit of insight on this because that's exactly like the circadian rhythm that me and Alec just ended up like falling under, just because like living in a van or a bus or whatever, and a lot of times we didn't have internet. Like, what are you gonna do when the sun goes down? 
fucking nothing dude. Mm-hmm. so we would just go to bed and then in the morning the sun comes up and it's a fucking tin metal can dude mm-hmm. so you just start fucking sizzling <laughs> like there's no escape so you just oh, gotta bacon. wake up and get your day yeah so um when we were traveling it was just like the sun's up we're up sun's down um the spiritual thing i don't know like i felt pretty connected when i was out there but kind of feel actually yeah i don't feel like that a lot anymore so fucking no? But yeah, yeah. So are you saying it is spiritual or it isn't spiritual? I don't know if it was because of the waking up and I stuff. I maybe say spiritual. The I lifestyle. I, I think I overstepped with spiritual. I think I would say it's it would be more like a God. What is the word I'm thinking of? Like a profound. A little closer than like um, profound. It would be closer. <laughs> it would be uh, no fool like your foot, your face. Your, yeah, your my dad, mouth. I, I, I this is a. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I need to raise this. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Raise this a little bit. But okay. we we doing better. Would it be yes. more like connected maybe to everything? You would be more connected with the environment and okay. kind of like you know with uh, yeah I don't know where I'm going with this kind of just with you know with life in yeah. general. I would kind of that could be technically kind of spiritual as fuck. Yeah, if you really so. think about it. Yeah. I, I wish I could do that. Do you know? Yeah. Yeah. I have the thing where like I I am my most creative from like 12 at night to like 5 or 4 in the morning. So I'm trying to like really reroute that because it like ruins my day. Super unhealthy. Yeah, yeah. Like it fucks my day up. And I used to work nights when I was in the military. My day would start at 5 p.m. and end at like at 3 a.m. And then... So it was like a really fucking erratic schedule. And I did that for two whole years. So I don't think, I don't know if that changed me somehow or whatever, but like, it's so hard for me to be like, or like just creative during the day. That's something I've been kind of working towards. You know what? Uh, fuck that for me was college. Oh Staying yeah. Staying up late at night to get all your stuff done for exams the next day. And then now I feel like sometimes I can't even work on stuff unless it's nighttime. Really? It's kind of yeah. like been ingrained in me because of that. Damn. Um, what else you got? What's your uh, so wake up early every day? Oh, Austin shit. says uh, eight a.m. Um, uh, Shit's Creek. Okay, you can watch it on Netflix. It's Canadian. Um, you'd bet somebody's life on Shit's Creek. I would Creek? bet somebody's life on Shit's Creek. It's okay. a good ass. Who's show. life? Who's somebody important in your life right now? Uh, hmm. right now, probably yeah. dogs. Amen. So uh, if I just lick a bunch, put a bunch of peanut butter all over my nutsack. And like, I have to like Shit's Creek, or else your dog is just going to town on me. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> you would bet it? I would bet it. Okay. Okay. Shit's oh. Creek. What is that about? Shit's Creek. Uh, it's a kind of new spin on riches to rag storytelling. Uh, this loaded family uh, who have money from a video chain uh conglomerate uh they lose all their wealth and this entire rich boozy ass <laughs> family has to go to this little podunk town and try and cope with being uh normal and uh yeah just there's uh there's a bunch of characters they're all great they're all really well written they're all very unique um and it's just a really good show okay okay if you like the office if you like parks and rec i do love bam love those shows i think i watch i watch the I think two episodes maybe of that. Uh, one of them was they didn't have a door in their room. Like the maintenance guy took it. Uh-huh, it was uh-huh. a pretty good show, but I just never like kept up with it. So yeah. I might give it another try. Um, do you have a third one or is that it? 
Uh, the third one is don't buy the p- protection plan. It's never worth it. <laughs> and then those are my three. Yeah. Never worth it. Really? Never worth it. For what? Protection plan for what, though? Tools, phones. There's actuaries who decide. I'm not even going to get into it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that on. it's not a good deal for you. They want to make more money on it. Okay. Gosh, you took my joke and you made me actually use logic and shit. <laughs> well, I was just wondering why would I mean? Yeah. I usually I have my phone on protection, okay. and I broke it, and I just got a new one, and it was pretty fucking sweet. Yeah, how much did you have to pay? Nothing. You didn't it's have like to pay fifteen anything. bucks or something. A month? It's fifteen a month. Right? Yeah, fifteen a month. And you didn't and have to pay anything for the new phone. No, they just send you a new one, like Live. a replacement it's for like, Apple. Yeah, I feel like there's a deductible. There's always you always got to pay the difference too. It's like a hundred bucks. Yeah, minimum. No. And then if you if you, yeah, okay. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Huh, did this we happened, just catch him in a lie? No, this happened maybe like when I was with Alex. So I don't. Re- I sure honestly Cal- don't remember. Uh, oh, that's where you're going <laughs> with that, bro. That's salt. where you're I was going with that. Some salt, oh, but guy. Ca- I'm out here like was. a snail out here, bro. <laughs> I'll smack someone on this podcast, no problem, <laughs> yeah. homie. Make, oh, I've been trying. You guys, I've been trying to be less ghetto. I know today I said a couple words I shouldn't have. And uh, I'm really working on it just Damn. because like we'll do the podcast and we start talking about like the past okay. and we used to do like really hood rat stuff and then it just comes out. So I'm really trying to like taper it. I know Rodolfo, you're like, well, that's us. That's who we are. Yeah. I feel but like I was literally talking to someone about this today. What was that? I'm all like, cause like I was like, it was with Alex. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to grab something to eat. And she was all like, I'm all like, dude, I was bumping like some like old school stuff from back in the day, like some juvenile and, mm-hmm. and like Gucci and stuff like that. And I'm like, damn, dude, I just like, I, I feel like I bottled up like my, like my way of being my ghetto side mm-hmm. and that eventually has to explode out. And yeah. I think today was one of those days where we were just listening to like some rap. I'm like, damn, I just kind of want to do some hood rat shit. Mm. It happens. So speaking of juvenile, did he just have the one song, Flow Motion? No, or did no. He, actually, he actually had some other stuff. Damn, He's got bro, he bangers, bangers, dude. Sorry, dude, I am a uh, white, so you know, <laughs> yeah. I, only, I only heard the uh, mainstream one. I think you're the first white person to bless this studio. Yeah, yeah, I think so. You christened oh, man, it, bro. Man. Drink to that. I'm glowing right Yo, now. Yo, Austin, bro, Austin, American flag over yeah, there shining like, pretty bright. <laughs> Austin's cool as fuck, man. Like this guy, he's about it. You know. Um Going off of that, like, you've got your own, like, truck you're remodeling to be your house, but also... Is that still going down? That is going down. It's actually in the parking lot right now. Yeah. Dude, he was running me through it. Yeah. I should have him help me do the bus. It's nice, and he found, like, really unique ways to save space. Yeah. So where he can still use the truck as a truck. He's got a big box truck, and it looks fucking savage. I really like the uh, the aluminum... Like instead of the white that you used to have before. Okay. Nah, I I, I like dig it. It's a f- real stealthy fucking truck. Yeah, did, I will admit it is pretty sexy. Did you get? Didn't you get a new new box truck? I did. Uh, for the listeners, I had an older box truck and I uh, blew the engine out on it. <laughs> I uh, was on the highway when it happened. You know, I did shed some tears. Um, but yeah, so I have a new truck. And uh, it's working out good, and I'm doing the whole van life, nomadic kind of movement thing. I'm trying it out, and uh, so far, so good. That's what's up. Yeah. Do you like it? Like, you actually enjoy it? The lifestyle? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, mortgage-free, rent-free. Um, you know, you have solar now, 
it's basically like living in a studio in the city uh except for you don't have to pay rent so you uh raise your net income which is fantastic yeah his uh setup it's actually pretty fucking big like in terms of uh like spacious and when you were running me like how the bed comes off and then we're like where your fucking computer just comes off and i was just bro i was like thoroughly impressed i i'm like honestly like excited to escape to that <laughs> <laughs> and oh. I hang out with you every uh, once in a while. Dude, the box is uh, 8 foot by 14 foot. So, you know, that's bigger than a 100 square foot bedroom that's 10 by 10. So, you know, I mean, there's some people in some micro studios that are got yeah. smaller than my box truck. So, for real. Those yeah. mi- those that's micro studios nice. are crazy. I know you were looking for them. I was actually, I was actually thinking about getting one at one point until I found out that we had to share, like... Oh, common like, space? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's kind of fucking sucks, dude. Yeah, there's. I seen one where it had like a burner and like a little sink. You know, I'm like, oh, that's not bad. I can still make my cup of noodles from that. <laughs> but um, well, imagine having a girl over and uh, she has to use the bathroom. You know, uh, the shower or something. Like, hey, yeah, it's right down the hall in the community. Uh, takes little, two yeah. steps. Well, yeah. where do you uh, have an extra walk of shame in addition to mm, the one you already have? Where are you gonna <laughs> the shit on the box? What's that? Where are you going to poop on the box? Um, yeah, so that's the thing. So they actually make these these wonderful devices now. They're toilets. And you uh, you actually crap in this toilet. And then it vacuum seals it into like a little bag. Kind of like a, like a food mm-hmm. processor thing. Not quite like that. More like a vacuum cleaner type bag. Um, and it puts in this little bag. And then you kind of just... It holds like five bags. And then as soon as it's full, you find a dumpster somewhere. And you, and you just chuck you, it. You dispose of those bags. Dude, we used to just shit outside. Damn, bro. What? I, I just refused to have a pooper in the... We installed one initially, one of the sawdust ones. Uh. And it just like... It just stinks up in there, you know? Huh. And uh, and then like... But obviously, it's the sawdust one. This sounds fancy. And uh, we were just like, you know what? We could use the space for something else. And so we would just like pull over whenever we had to shit or like whatever but this one time me and alec were rushing because i had a film job and i had to fly from i had to fly from uh new mexico down back here to seattle and then from there i was gonna fly somewhere else and uh and we're and we had like 10 hours to get to the airport where the where i had gotten the ticket and on the way alec had to shit so bad i pulled over on the side of the freeway dude and he just like was shitting in the freeway and I was just like slowly inching the bus away and all the cars are coming <laughs> and he's like please he's like dude stop I just hear him screaming because oh. he was using the bus as a shield but there's dude, many times so there's so many times we had to do that where you just like bro you have to pull over right now and then just kind of shit on the freeway or that's the downside to not having dude, a toilet I would love to see Alec just in that because uh, he's such a big dude. Yeah. He's always very in control. <laughs> you know, just seeing him at that moment Exposed, of weakness, not yeah, being able to yeah. run, just so powerless. <laughs> just full on clen- yeah. half clinching, trying to somehow pinch it out at the same time. Yeah. Freaking out. God damn, dude. Um, what would you, what's some advice you would give somebody like that wants to try out the van life and all that stuff? Uh, to try out the van life. First or of just all. Just the nomadic shit, yeah. Um, I would say. First, I would say I wouldn't move into a van. I've lived in a van before. I, I remember your I li- blue van. Yeah, I lived yeah. in a, a regular van, like a Chevy Astro, uh, for two years while I did my undergraduate. I would not wish that on anyone. Um, I wouldn't buy a van. I'd buy a box truck. And I would convert okay. a box truck because it's got much higher ceilings, much more space. Um, and I would say 
um, yeah, make sure you have windows or else you'll feel like you're a prisoner. Um, make sure you have some natural light because uh, it messes with your psyche. But other than that, you know, just kind of just roll with it, you know, and you're going to probably spend more than you expected, yet it'll be cheaper in the long run. But, okay. Uh, Did you just save up for uh, to be able to get the box truck or was that always on your mind? Or like in terms of like your next purchase, because you know, like living on the bus, the bus was my first vehicle, right? Uh-huh. So your Astro was your first vehicle. So now I know a lot of things I would do different when it comes to buying buying a vehicle that I will live in. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got you. I got you. So there's one thing you can break all the other rules in the book. There's this one thing you need to get a vehicle that you can stand up in. <gasps> yep. You need to be able to stand up in it freely. You know, so I'm talking like full erect spine, stand up in it fully or else you're going to be laying down all the time. You're going to be bent over all the time. You're going to be feeling if you're laying down, you're going to be feeling lethargic as fuck and you're not going to want to do anything. Yeah. So it's you got to be able to stand up in it or else it's just your quality of life is so much lower. That honestly was going to be what I said, because on the bus, it's literally 510 and I'm 511 and a half. So like you would think that one and a half inch. And Alec, we're the same exact height. Uh-huh. So you would think that one and a half inch is not a problem, which is what we thought when we were buying uh-huh. it. Bro, I think that's another reason we decided to come home earlier than we expected. Yeah. It's just so uncomfortable. Like right now, you fucking hear it pouring rain. Uh-huh. We're stuck inside and you can't even get up. Like uh-huh. it was the worst and my neck always hurt. Like uh-huh. it took forever to correct my neck back. I was but, fine. Yeah, Rudy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. fucking Rudy just Our, walking in there. He's like, "This yeah. is perfect." <laughs> Our short king over here. Uh, yeah, you know the girl we sold it to. She fit perfectly in it. So yeah, yeah. Well, I would just tell her not like uh, this guy that was. He was six five and he wanted to buy. It. He's a fireman. Oh. He's a wild fly uh-huh. fireman, and he offered us like our asking price, and we were like, "Dude, we can't sell this to you." And he was like, "No, it's fine." I'm telling you, it was like, "Bro, like you don't understand, like." just trust us on this like if you can't stand up straight in the vehicle you're buying it's gonna suck like four months in you're gonna be like fuck man like this is my house you know like, dog didn't i tell you that before you no bought the thing i could have sworn no you did I not told you it. and you're like it's fine it's no fine. you didn't okay i maybe no you didn't i think i told you and you're like no nah, we want this bus it's no it's gonna be good because it's jacked up it's honest lifted or something no like but that. i had uh i had already bought it i think maybe I that's, think that's why. what yeah you just said yeah, yeah fuck it mm-hmm. you know i like i did like it a lot because it was lifted but mm-hmm. yeah not being able to stand up was like fucking a bitch man um going off of that uh I'm going to go with some of my recommendations. So my first recommendation, Rudolph, I know we're talking about feeling gangster and or like just kind of going back to his shit. I just recently found this guy called uh, Young Gravy. Shout out to Leanne who put me on. And uh, this is his music. Uh, I'll just play it for you guys. Can you hear it? Yeah. I'll bring it closer to the mic. Something's about to happen, right? It's about to get down. It's Young Gravy, baby. Hey. 
Bro, I've been bumping this song, and then he also has a song called One Tooth, Two Tooth, Red Tooth, Blue Tooth. Thought? Yeah, like One Tooth. Bro. Oh, we got a lot of information. Okay. Yeah. He's a gravy train. Ooh. <laughs> Yo, this is a pop. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, dude. And uh, so this young gravy, that's that's my uh, first recommendation. You want to see what he looks like? What do you think he looks like uh, first? Uh, he, he sounds white. Okay, I will say. Ooh, you think he's white? I think he's white, dude. I think he's white, but I think he's from the south because he sounds like he has kind of okay. like that Houston kind of sound or something. Okay. Uh, he's he's he sounds like a meme artist to me. Like a meme artist. Like like if, Lil like Dicky. Lil Dicky was like okay, okay. like a like more of a meme. Okay. I feel Lil it. Dickie I feel it. I feel it. Is. Yeah, I mean Lil Dicky's like a meme status. Rudy, what do you think he looks like? Um, I mean Rodolfo. I can't say, but I already know what he looks like. Oh, you looked him up? Yeah. Oh, dude, I mean, this, gravy is, this is kinda, young gravy. Yeah, that's definitely. I've seen this dude before <laughs> on something else. He really? Looked, he was in a song with um, that la 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 la. No, no idea. No, no, not that one. No, it is that one. Oh, I, I don't know. I that think song. he was in a song with one of those artists where it was kind what? of like another funny song like that. Okay. Huh. I uh I, f- I like I like Young Gravy. He uh he pumped me up for my workout today, you know. Mm. He's One Minnesota. Yeah. So, he's filthy. He's from Minnesota, dude. Oh, hey, okay. he put in Minnesota on the map, bro. Mm. Hey, but uh yeah, he's filthy. I want to recommend Young Gravy. He needs more followers, mm. definitely. Yeah. His music's on he point. He definitely doesn't need any more thoughts, though. Huh. That's true. He's got yeah, blue, yellow, followers. red. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. Uh my second rec was going to be uh Nootropic Psy Vitamin Complex. Nootropic? Okay. Yeah, so it's actually a magic mushroom super stack. (laughs) And (laughs) it's a microdose. It's microdosing magic mushrooms. And I've been doing it now for about... This is my second week, I think. Okay. Um, But this is my first week really going into doing it every day. But you do five... The stack itself is five days on, two days off. And it's a... It's it was created by my man Paul Stamens, who's here from Olympia, and uh, he's like the mushroom guy, right? And um, his uh, his mushroom stack is psilocybin, lion's mane mushroom, and niacin, and only one of those is like psychoactive, uh, and it's supposed to like help regrow your brain cells and shit like that. It's it's neurogenesis, um, and I would the reason I would recommend that is. Uh, I think in the I take notes every day of like doing the the psychedelic stack and I feel like every time I take it I start the day like really emotionally anxious and as I like progress doing the tasks that I need to do it's almost like overwhelming in a way but like as I'm doing it it's like um uh, I'm I'm not lazy whatsoever because it like I cannot not think of what I have to do you know like how sometimes you're like oh I got to do this but then you're like but I could jack off or like, uh, <laughs> or I could watch whatever, you know? Uh, so, uh, it doesn't let you do that because you're like freaking out constantly about what you have to do. Okay. Um, but then you just like, it's easier at least for me to do it. And then like, it gives me a little bit of an energy jittery boost. Um, and as I'm 
the progression of me doing my tasks, it just also makes me realize like, like, hey, bro, it's all right. right. Like, see, it was that easy. Like, you just had to do it. So that's kind of been like my everyday feeling on it. Except today I took a little bit too much magic mushrooms. So I was stripping out a little bit. (laughs) You you casting spells over here? Uh (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. I, I think I called you and I was like asking you a bunch of questions, but I like, really like thoughtful about it and i was like bro i just took too much mushrooms man like i'm really like mm-hmm. on my emotion shit right now you called who rudy yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. i was asking him ab- i was asking him about your questions but usually i'd be like yo rudy we should do this and this da, da, da. but today i was like are you okay if we do this yeah are he you literally sure you was, feel all right like, but we don't have to we can okay yeah so uh yeah so i like misdosed myself i was just in a hurry so i just i didn't weigh it like i should have so, I just eyeballed it. Wrong. Oh, I feel like subconsciously Famous you probably words. did that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, me and Rodolfo have been trying to microdose. We've microdosed a lot, Pioneers. but literally like seventy percent of our microdose, we end up taking either too much acid or too much mushrooms. Yeah. So like we've done it a bunch of times. <laughs> like the last time times. we did it, bro, we like deep cleaned our house, and it all started from one like one little dust fucking bunny yeah and next thing you know we're like fucking vacuuming the corners rudolph was like hey let's move this furniture i'm like you're right dude let's fucking move the furniture who knows what's back there taking off like couch cushions and like our apartment just fucking looks so fucking nice yeah yeah, go ahead yeah we took some crazy pictures that day too oh yeah that was hella fun (laughs) dude we were doing like the fucking the light color (laughs) yeah we did some long exposure light color photography yeah dude it was crazy yeah so you guys are just standing there for a long ass time holding poses or how does that work uh yeah so like one person like if you put your camera with on the exposure of like 30 seconds whatever uh-huh. a minute and then somebody comes like with a light and fucking oh, is moving the light around and on the like the light stays there uh-huh. or uh we would put like a light behind us and do like a long exposure so we would look like buddhas or some shit okay. like, which, like the coming out of yeah, okay. yeah i mean if you saw the instagram the G- the real jesus of narnia <laughs> or um, Nazareth, yeah, Nazareth. The real Jesus there we go. Of Nazareth. Is this your Instagram that has? Is this the Jesus Instagram? Yeah, the Jesus yeah. okay. You've so a couple, a couple of those pictures were the, from that night. Yeah, yeah. You've been baptized by Jesus on the dance floor, haven't you? Oh no, I have. I yeah, was yeah. Uh, awakened. Yeah, uh, born again. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's at right, the eighties party, dude. You guys remember that? Like, as soon as you got baptized. So, uh, for those of you listening, like, we go to a lot of eighties parties, like Austin can boogie rudy can boogie i just kind of get down but like you guys boogie 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 you know what i mean so like whenever you go out with these fools like you're guaranteed to have the best time so um rudy damn man we are a good time yeah Yeah. hey i want a fist bump too Ah, okay no that's all right (laughs) i I don't learn it i'll learn it i'll learn it i'll learn it on the dance floor no no good good vibes i I get down i get down you know but like you guys you 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 guys get it though um and so, like, Rodolfo looks like Jesus so much because he's Jesus. But um, <laughs> uh, he'll, like, pull down his fucking hair and he has, like, long Jesus hair. And he'll literally start baptizing. And then Austin was, like, getting baptized by Jesus. And then a line of people were getting baptized by Rodolfo. Because yeah. <laughs> it was, like, the original tr- trend, yeah, dude. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, like, the new age fucking second coming, yeah. dude. Yeah, dude, dude. Um, so you give even more backstory. This is a joke about how Rudy has a second Instagram devoted to his kind of Jesus-like <laughs> looks. Yeah, he's got miracles. Yeah, boy, underscore, 
Jesus of Nazareth. There you go. There's that plug. <laughs> there's that plug, dude. Follow it. Check Follow it out. Jesus. It's yeah. only na- it's natural. Dude, Bro, have you been on it? Uh, I haven't lately, but I we've been scheming on something uh, about it. I'll tell you off air because you know uh, it's about Rodolfo's troubled past that has to do with it. But I can't just let out the secret right now. No, not yet. Um, I keep this. It's awesome. a good one, bro. You're gonna get a real kick out All of right. it. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, so that the mushroom stack and all that shit, those are my recommendations. Um, I honestly haven't been watching. Was watch. that two or three? That was two. I don't think I have a a third one that I could bet. Okay. Like a life on. Like I would. Um, I would. Obviously, anybody looking to get psychedelics and stuff. Oh no, I do have a third one. Um. This one's crazy. I can't believe I forgot about it. Okay. So, um, but anybody looking to do psychedelic, have you ever done fuck with mushrooms or LSD or anything? No, I just did uh, weed for the first time hey, like a month boy. ago. So, you know. Yeah? How for did the, that go? For the first time? Yeah. Yeah, for the first time. I didn't drink till I was 22. I yeah. didn't have my first sip of alcohol until I was 22. Jesus. Um, when did you suck your first dick? Uh, you know, that was, rel- <laughs> that was relatively early, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, when, when, no. <laughs> Yo, I was just remembering, this is a little gay, but, like, not in an offensive way. I was just talking to my boy, Edler, um, and what me and him in North Carolina used to do with, like, our, our fucking Marines and shit, we would go to the gay bar. And we would get a bunch of free drinks. Rudy already knows the story. Uh, and one time, dude, like this 76-year-old man, his name was Bob. And he probably spent about like $250 in drinks on all of us. And like it was like four of us. And he's like this little really nice old man with his little suit. And uh, he had just come out of the closet. He's 76 years old. I remember this very oh, clearly. Wow. Yeah. And he has a son and a wife and all this shit. And he was like, yeah, this is like the first time I've come out, you know, like I feel like, you know, whatever he's telling as a story, I feel for him. So everybody's pregame, they get faded and it's just me and my boy Edler back. And I feel so bad for him. I was like, look, Bob, we're not gay, bro, but I'll fucking give you a little kiss. So I gave him a little pop, pop, pop. I dabbed him up, you know, and then we bounced. But I felt so bad for him, you know, because like it's the first time he's come out. So I kind of made out with an old man. Damn. You know? It's only gay if you come Yeah it's I mean it's only gay if you make it gay You yeah. know what I mean Like yeah. it's not gay bro I'm fucking dabbing him up I feel bad for him no, But why you gotta go make it gay No It's dude. only gay if you that wanna try actually, to make it gay You know honest, what I'm saying man, That was actually very cute and sweet of you I, Underneath <laughs> all that I know you fucked around now But that was sweet as yeah. hell For real I just felt so bad dude And this is a 100% true story bro I'm not a fucking shamed of it dude Like Try to say something on my face. Damn. You I'll fucking him, um, say something on my face, bro. I'll fuck you up and then fuck you in how the ass, was, boy. How old was he? He was 76. Damn. 76. I think I was 22 dude. at the time. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Imagine that, bro. Closet just uh, soon enough to yeah. fall into the coffin. You yeah, know? I feel it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I feel like I made his day, bro. Like a cute 22-year-old fucking uh-huh. Marine. I was chiseled back then. You know what I'm saying? And he, so he got that, but I, f- I just, I'm telling you, dude, like, I just like, you spend like 300, 200 some dollars yeah. buying drinks for a bunch of dudes who just go to the gay bar to pregame. And then they hit the town. Cause like we, dude, we would go and dude, gay dude, just be buying you drinks. Dude, that's dude. hella f- financially, fiscally responsible there. That's too. what I'm saying. Very, that's a power you know? move. 
That and you is. get so many compliments yeah. too out at the gay bar, right? My favorite place to go for eighties night is Numos, which is a gay bar. Numos is a gay bar? Yeah. No. I yeah. thought it was just a dive bar. It's not a gay uh, No, not Numos. Not Numos, uh, neighbors. My bad. Neighbors. That was oh, my bad. That was my bad. Hella gay. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I've seen some I've I've uh, I went there one time because um after a little while, cause those got got you remember Carolina and like Lalo and them. Mm-hmm. I went out with them, and they they brought this other homegirl, and she was the one. She's like, dude, let's go down to let's go down to fucking Capitol Hill, let's like party and kick it. We get there, bro. She's not even twenty one. She's like uh. twenty. So like, we would walk out. Two of us would walk uh, into a bar, have a drink, and then come out, and then like we'd keep alternating. But one stays with her the entire oh, time. Okay. But she can get into neighbors. Yeah, and this was like after midnight when they stopped like selling the beer and everything, and dog, it was my first time going into neighbors ever. Yeah, and it was paint a picture, give us some. Uh, detail. It was wild, bro. It first was time, fucking everybody. wild. First time, dude. But like, no, like so, like I would get like compliments and shit like that. Uh-huh. But like, dude, I felt like I think I know how a girl feels like when hella dudes are looking at her. Yeah. It feels nice. Did you get your ass grabbed? No, bro. Like, I've been groped up. so many times, bro, to the point where I'm like, uh, so I have a really good friend. Uh, for a while, uh, me and my wife's neighbor, our mm-hmm. roommates were uh, drag queens. Uh-huh. And one of them is actually kind of famous here. And uh, I go to their drag shows and their bar, bro. They get me drunk for free and shit. And um, I, I went to why. one of the drag shows and I guess I look like a bear, right? And yeah, yeah, dude, this fucking (laughs) guy was spanking me with like one of those fucking horse spank things. Yeah. And to the point where I was like, yo, bro, if you don't knock it off, (laughs) like I'm about to beat the fuck out of you. And he was like, geez, chill out and and all this fucking shit. And I was, bro, I was about to fuck this guy. Is that how it sounded? That was my gay voice. (laughs) That was your gay voice. That was my gay voice. Hey, chill out. (laughs) (laughs) I got got it was gay. I I got that. But like somehow masculine, like gay, but like with a butt chest. He was like a a pretty big fucking like one of those cops in leather Uh type. Oh, okay. Um, But bro, that's the only time I've ever, because I was like, hey, I'm not gay. Like, stop. You know, like, uh-huh. but that was like the third time I had to say that. Like, at first I was like, like, you know, like, uh-huh. I'm not into this. And then my, my homie Kylie, she's like, um, hey, like, he's not like that. Like, leave him alone. And this guy would just not fucking quit, dude. And he was, bro, this is like the type of drink you turn down, you know, like uh-huh. when you get that drink and you don't know uh-huh. where it's been. Uh-huh. And you're like, no, thank you. And he's like, come on, like, have a drink and all this shit. I'm like, no, nah, dude, I don't want to fucking drink from you. And he's like trying to grope me. It's like, how big are you? And all this shit. I'm like, yo. Ooh, and he's like hitting damn. me with this whip, dog. So I was ready to fucking knock his ass out. That's but I've, I've honestly never thought about what was in my drink once ever. Is that a white thing or like? No, I think it's just a guy thing. It's just a guy thing? Yeah, because I mean, okay. if you get quaalude up, bro, like you probably just have a good ass time. Huh. You know, wake up. Your butt's a little sore. Damn. <laughs> I think I've had this one incident where I th- I'm pretty sure something got put in my drink. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because I remember going to the. Going down to Capitol Hill. But, like, we were, like, drinking a little bit. But, like, I was good. I had a hard buzz going on, bro. But, like, as soon as we leave the bar, we get in one bar. We have, I had one drink. We leave, bro, like, 30 minutes later. Everything's, like, shutter vision. Like, I was, like, I was losing track of, like, oh. certain chunks throughout the night. And huh. the next day, I'm like, dude, how faded do we get? He's, like, like, to my friends. They're like, dude, we weren't. So was that we your didn't. drink, or was it somebody else's drink that you kind of got? Or no, it was, 
It was my drink. I think someone slipped me something. And in the group or someone outside? No, someone outside, like at okay. the bar. Yeah. I have a gay friend that uh, slips stuff in my drink sometimes when he's like, bitch, you're being boring. <laughs> and next thing I know, I'm fucking. Bro, I want to kick it with him. He yeah. sounds like a blast. Yeah. It's Austin's best friend. It's like, yeah. he's, on, he's a cool motherfucker. Yeah. GBF. And he's gay? Oh, yes. Very. <laughs> very gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh,. That's how my cousin Brian well, is. Mate, it's kind of that. Isn't that like a low key compliment? Like, hey man, you're so cute. I'm gonna drug your ass. No, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, dude. But uh, I honestly never really have worried about that. But I mean, then I did. I was worried because like this guy was uh-huh. very aggressive and persistent. Yeah. You know, but like usually go to a bar and then people are like let me buy you a drink. I'm like sure. You know, fucking, they compliment you. You feel good about yourself. I've never, a girl's never really done that to me. You know what I mean? Been like that gung-ho Yeah, for you. yeah. So Damn, only one time and she got punched in the face. Not by Ooh. me. So, hey, and I'm not going to say who it is. Rodolfo, you know him. You're good friends with him. He's also good friends with me. And we mm-hmm. were in the military together. And uh, I'm at this bar and this girl is literally walking towards me. And I go like this. And she goes, motherfucker, do you see me? And this is like in the South South. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm like, sorry, I don't, I don't even like before I say something, I just fucking feel like boom, boom, fist hit me in the face. And I'm, and as I'm opening my eyes, my friend is you're, like, you're close my friend is in the air, bro. And he just goes equality <laughs> and just fucking <laughs> rocks her oh in the foot, bro. And my friend is six, five. A fucking shredded motherfucker, bro. And this girl just fucking goes like, I don't even know how to describe the level of she was fucking out on fucking contact. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, her friends are like, what the fuck? And he's like, you bitches back the fuck up right fucking now. And he's like holding his fist like this. And they just like scoop her friend up. And the fucking bouncer didn't do shit to us. He's like, I saw what happened. And they just fucking kicked that bitch out the club, dude. Wow. But yeah, she just started attacking me and I didn't do nothing. All I said was like, uh uh-uh. uh. That's the only time a girl's ever been. Damn, uh, why, you swerved her pretty hard, bro. Yeah, that was. Yeah. You had to do a little yeah, Drake move. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, he just. Equality! Just fucking <laughs> damn. her over me, dude. And like, it was one of those like heavy thuds where it's just like, you know, Oof, those bitches. The gonna sound. Move. Yeah, it was yeah. like a hollow yet. Not hollow thug. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a watermelon. Like, God damn. Yeah, that's good but I don't know how I feel about woman beating, you know, but it's not my thing. But like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Is that a segue right? into the next? Uh, <laughs> no, no, not really a segue, but I do have like Mexican women are sturdy. They can take a beating. You know what I mean? Just like growing up about around uh, abusive, mm. uh, like watching abuse go on as in my childhood. Mm. Like, one of my aunts, bro, she would get teed off on, and this bitch is sturdy and like now she's like fifty, <laughs> bro. She's all there, like no CTE, Those no nothing, bro. Out. Yeah, she out. what's that she survivor got... outlast that wit out play or <laughs> <Right>? whatever? <laughs> yeah, but I never seen such a breed of woman, you know. Hmm. Um, um, Alexa's pretty sturdy, bro. bro we used to pick on her like sister, crazy. Like, probably one of us out like with a punch. She's fucking, mm. don't fuck with her. She grew up with us, bro. She was always getting her ass beat. Yeah, but that does, that's not a she good was just an, Yeah, <laughs> she was just another bro. Um, yeah. So my childhood was great. Uh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> was it, was it, how was it like growing up on that lake? 
on that lake. Uh, you know, I grew up upper, upper middle class, uh, you know, in a small town of like 6,000 people um, in Yelm, Washington. Uh, I grew up, I had a, a, to be honest, an amazing uh, childhood, you know, dotted all the I's, crossed all the T's. It was great. But the only bummer of that is that shit's over now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, shit's over. It's in the past. It's not the present, you know. Uh, yeah. I was going to say, it doesn't seem like it. Cause like, I fuck with you like hard. Like I would consider you a really good friend, you know? And, uh, you're fucked up my friend. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It doesn't sound like you grew up in like such a, like such a lovely type of place. Cause you know, you got demons. Yeah. Well, yeah. Mo- most people like in your situation don't really got demons like that, you know? So yeah, I don't know, man. I just got those somewhere along the way. You so. got bent over by one of your uncles or something like that? No. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know the half of it. No. Um, but yeah, man, how's that? Uh, how's that edible treating you right now? I feel fine, dude. You I really don't, don't feel? I it? don't feel anything. Damn, Whoa. bro, I'm over here like you're really? buzzing already. Yeah, it hit I, me uh, a little bit. I don't know, dude. I've I've smoked weed like what three times now. I'm not claiming to be an expert or anything, but uh, I haven't felt it yet. There was one time where I felt like smiling a little mm-hmm. more than normal, but other than that, nothing. Damn. I guess those maybe he's like immune. Mm. I don't know. You just gotta. I mean, you took ten milligrams. He took Usually, the whole thing. Yeah, the whole thing. yeah, yeah, the ten milligrams. I Usually, mean, like five does me pretty fucking good, but I'm a yeah. lightweight. I did but it. I mean, I did. I didn't get like crazy high, too? but like I definitely feel it. Okay. Mm. I don't know. Thumbs up. I just have to figure out what my tolerance is in this whole thing, I guess. Bro, let's give him 100 milligrams. Right? Shit. Yeah. Give him that cookie that you guys ate. That was a John's thousand. cookie. Oh, that <laughs> little <laughs> ball? Yeah. The oh little chocolate God, ball thing yeah. that you're supposed to use for, like, the whole cake. Yeah. But you guys <laughs> used it for, like... Well, Alec just popped it in my mouth. I'm not going to say no. Or wasn't it multiple servings? It was an no, amount No, no. We had, we had a couple. We had four in total. And it was supposed to last us for, like, months yeah. of baking marijuana <laughs> yeah. goods. And you guys <laughs> and we split just it. No, no, no. We took one each. Oh, so one each, each one okay. of those balls was a thousand milligrams okay. that uh, his parents, uh, his parents are like just like marijuana wizards mm. and they made these giant chalk. Well, they made these globs of oil that was a thousand milligrams and you like put it in your food and then they cover it in chocolate so that it keeps its shape. And then you put it in the freezer and then whenever you want to eat, uh, you, you cut into it and initially she gave it to us and it, it's... It's got the little squares so you can see where to cut it for like a batch of brownies. And it should have made like, I think, 10 batches of brownies or something like that. Okay. And uh, but what happened on the right back, it was so hot that they melted into balls. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So the perfect storm. <laughs> yeah. So for then real. one night we're all hanging out and we're hella faded. And I remember Rudolfo was just chilling there. And Alec goes, open your mouth. And I'm like, why? And then he just fucking shoves the, the glob into my mouth. Like a true friend. Yeah. yeah. And then he eats one. And he's and I'm like, what? Fuck it. I take it. But that's mostly how our nights start with Alec. Like he'll, yeah. uh, even with the acid. Remember when we bought all that acid? And we were like, yeah, let's take it on the weekend. We'll go camping when we were at the brown house. Oh, and on yeah. the drive back, bro, he just like makes us all pop it. Driving. Uh, and then we're fucking yeah. tripping on acid. The drive back to our house is like fucking a long drive, dude. And uh, we're just like tripping on acid, just like driving back. And then we end up staying up. We all had to work the next day. And this is my first film job. It's my first day on the Halo thing. 
with note in them and I'm high as fuck on acid, dude. Homie had to go to work at seven. We stayed up to like six and we all got ready, like no sleep, just tripping like a motherfucker on acid. But that was bad. bro. You just got to take it like that when you hang out with Alec, you know? Yeah. But I'm um, going back onto the thousand milligram. <laughs> you guys were fucked up for like two days straight, right? Till Monday. We took it Friday night and I didn't come back to normal till Monday. He I remember going like this. Rudy, please help. Rudy, please help me. And then tell him what noise. Uh, That's all uh, that was coming out of my mouth, dude. Oh, you thought you were saying. Yeah, and I thought I was screaming, please. (laughs) And what was happening, dude, like I just kept seeing like realities keep splitting Uh like a book until there was like a million realities to the point where I couldn't make out. Like if Rudy would move like this, his hand would go in every direction his hand could possibly go in. Mm Mm-hmm. And it would just create like this weird fucking mandala effect of hands. So when enough things were moving. Like overstimulation. Yeah. And I couldn't fucking. And then I was like reliving like multiple realities at once. Obviously it's a trip, but like it was so horrible. It was the most horrible experience of my life. And I remember Rudy putting me in bed and I was just like, (laughs) I couldn't even fucking know how to breathe. And he's like trying to help me. And then Alec went fucking crazy trying to remember he tried to escape the house. Yeah. And he didn't even know what was real and what wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, That was scary. And I couldn't move. Yeah. So. And that was just off pot. A thousand, a thousand milligrams, milligrams of pot. Yeah. Okay. I remember, dude, I've took probably not even 10% of a thousand, bro. I think <laughs> I remember I went with Ed. He hit me up one time. He's all like, he's like, bro, if you go to the, cause this is when I just got the green card. So I can go to the dispensaries at the time. He's like, uh-huh. let's go. He's like, I'll buy all this shit. So I think we, I got like a soda for each of us, cookies, a brownie and like some candies and like dumbasses, bro. On the on just a little brownie, it was like fucking like an inch by like an inch, uh-huh. and on the, it says caution, very potent. Yeah, dog, we eat that and then we're eating everything else at the same time. Uh huh. Dog, I was so fucked up that day. I had pro- I probably had a similar experience to what he was <laughs> saying, but it was it was bad. But I think all that put together, I think it was, I don't know, something like two, two hundred milligrams, maybe a little more. Yeah, huh. if you're a bad motherfucker, you can eat 200 milligrams and trip out good. Huh. Oh no, I was. But, yeah, you gotta up. be like a fucking like a real fucking like weed smoker okay. and shit. But yeah, you know, I'm telling you, like my sister probably eats like a 50 milligram and she's good. She's like an everyday smoker. Like I can't fucking. I think I've taken so much psychedelics that really small amounts just fucks me up. Because, like, even um, I'll fractal out on a fucking strong edible. Do you know what that fractaling is? No idea. So when you take too much of a psychedelic, uh, you will start seeing fractal shapes around you. Like, the fabric of reality just starts, like, decomposing and breaking down around you. Okay. And you see, like, all these crazy geometric shapes. Have you seen Doctor Strange? Yes. When they go into the mirror realm? Yes. It pretty much looks like that. Okay. And you're just like, Isn't this is this is common for everyone or is no. this? It's common for, for psychedelics. Um, and I haven't I've met some people that it affects them on like edibles, mm. but you have to take a whole lot. 
but this um, is like a common thing that happens when people yeah okay. yeah 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 people know about the fractal zone you know like you're just like something like if you go buy acid you're like how many do i need to fractal out oh really yeah 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 so sometimes it's like a term three. it can be a term of measurement as well yeah yeah so okay. they'll be like three or four two or they're like one you know you got the one the one tab hitter quitter yeah. dude forget about it the uh good night kiss yeah dude uh and sometimes it's cr- you'll see some crazy shit when you close your eyes so um it's intense do you do you want to hop on some psychedelics bro i could hook you up uh, well let me let me get a good grip on weed first okay let's let's uh, totally get, let's get the training wheels going first you know before um, i learn to yeah. You see, do this a next step. Weeds the gateway drug. Yeah, just make sure like psychosis is not like a common thing in your family. What psychosis? What do you mean? Like, like mental, like mental like illness. Oh no, we're good. I've had some friends who like are totally normal. Next thing you know, schizophrenic. What the fuck? Two friends. Yeah, T's one of them. And, oh, that's um, right. I have another friend. That you don't know somebody. Oh, yeah. But um, I feel like that would have to be something that's kind of already there, right? That this isn't like magnified. Well, I think, it, so, I think yeah. it does magnify it. Okay. Yeah. I have my own thoughts about that, though. I think it's, it's if you're a woo-woo person, I'm a very woo-woo person, but I don't think these are the subjects of, like, actual reality. But what I think happens is, like, these, like, ancient or, like, these tribes, like, tribal communities, they have ways to deal with psychosis, right? Mm-hmm. And the way that they deal with it is they teach people how to like deal with the voices because they treat them as um otherworldly or in a sense like spiritual so they don't think like hey mm. you're going crazy you're hearing these voices they're just like hey man like these are spirits or they're like um whatever you want to call That's actually interesting yeah whatever you want to call these entities and there's actually like a really fascinating doctor i don't know her name but i remember her website it's called the voice inside me dot info and she was diagnosed schizophrenic and she's like one of the world's leading um psycho psych psych, i forget what the term is but she's a fucking dope ass brain doctor and um it's a very specific term neurologian or something something dude and so what she did like um because the medication, you know, the medication they give you, psychoanalytics or something like that. Um, you yeah. know, the medication they give you doesn't uh-huh. technically, it wasn't necessarily helping her in the way that she needed the help. So what she did is, she started just trying to deal with the voices, and eventually, the voices ended up. They're always there, but like you end up being able to integrate them into your reality. And so now she's lived with these voices to the point where they don't really bother her anymore. But if you look at tribal communities, they have all these protocols on how to deal with those voices. Hmm. And so they don't really have that type of psychosis. And most of the time, these people would is who would be your shaman or or like your holy person in your fucking tribe and stuff like that. So, like, I like to see it in that way, um, personally. And I don't want to say like I've heard voices or anything like that, but let's just say I've done a lot of research into this. Um, so here I'll tell you guys what happened. One time when I was in Okinawa, I took so much mushrooms that I went crazy for like a couple of weeks. I honestly don't remember how long exactly you in the it was. Military at this point? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And bro, I was seeing shit. I was hearing shit. 
and I could not come out of this. Not that I was in the trip, but like after the whole psychedelic trip was over, uh-huh. like I was just seeing things that were like, f- oh, bro, I thought I was going to go crazy. And the worst part is like it literally lasted for a period of weeks. So I would be going to work and all this stuff and I would see like eyeballs on people that shouldn't be there or like I would hear voices like I'd just be standing there and then I'd just hear like, ha ah! and I just be like, what the fuck? And then they'll be like, are you all right? Like, cause there's nothing there. So, hmm. um, I just took that. I just took to, that's how I find, found that voice inside me dot da, da da da. And then next thing you know, like I'm fine. And hmm. I did a lot of more research into like indigenous tribes and stuff like that. So things like that are what, like what made me more woo woo than I should be. But also maybe it's just a way to like deal with this type of phenomena. It could just all gotcha. be in your head. And, gotcha. You know. The only voice I hear in my head is my father telling me I'm not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just <laughs> psych. Sure. JK, sure. Bro. Great childhood. Remember yeah, I think I met your dad that one time, and he's like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" No, nah, that was my stepdad. Oh, okay. My real well, dad's a mailman in Virginia, and that's all you need to know. Do you know him? No, I do know him. I spent summers over there. Apparently, my mom moved to Washington because it's about as far away as you can get from Virginia. <laughs> really? So, yeah. So you're a Virginia boy? Yeah, I was born there, Prince William County. What? What? Oh, damn, bro. So you got a little redneck up in here. Uh, well, I guess they do consider Virginia the South. So. Okay. Do you have like do you have a good uh relationship with your dad? Uh mm, no, we don't talk that much anymore. Oh. To be honest. Just cuz he's like not around like that or uh he's just a lot. He's uh he's one of those guys that every time you talk to them they want to be like super heavy about something and wants to be a very long conversation. Uh, oh, you yeah. know. So I just it was interesting. He's a little much. Damn, you I know, like kind of like how you there. might have that family member that's a little too much sometimes. That's probably me, dude. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I could be too much sometimes like that. I'm trying to chill more. That's why I'm trying to take this vow of silence. I feel like I need to listen to people more. And stop fucking so You said you want to chill, so you're going to take a vow of silence because that isn't <laughs> dramatic at all. <laughs> oh, damn. See, that's already too much right there. Um, now I just feel like... Um, for everybody listening, I'm I'm trying to take like a 21 day vow of silence. I just I don't know. So this vow of silence does does it or does it not include the N word? I'm confused. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just feel like I uh, maybe I need to like listen and articulate my words a lot better, and that has to do with all this thing about like getting really ghetto or like not using my vocabulary to the best of its abilities to the so. fullest yes to the fullest there we go see already there we go no no i mean like um, i agree man there's a lot in there so yeah i think there's Let a shine i think sometimes also i can just ramble on for no fucking reason and i need to honestly focus you on. can yeah <laughs> all my friends know like you can tell me to shut the fuck up at any moment yeah. and I will. like uh, i tell everybody but he makes good background music or good background <laughs> noise that's <laughs> <That's laughs> like yeah. You know, if the fan is ever out, you know, just, we'll just yeah. put you in the corner. Right. Yeah, I don't mind. <laughs> and so what I was telling you about the indigenous tribes and the psychedelic. Um, and you don't have to say anything. You just be like, oh. But everything tribes. this segues into my third recommendation. All right. You guys are ready. This is the craziest shit that has happened to me. So okay. have you ever heard of uh, the Fatum Project? Fatum Project? Fatum. No, I have not. So 
it's it's uh for somebody more familiar with it it's called being a rondo knot so it's a, a random Bobulon? random knot random knot yeah so a random knot and it's rando knot um and pretty much the whole concept behind that is like people uh think that the people that think that we're in a simulation uh created a quantum computer to try to make things truly random and there's um yeah, mm. so there's a way. So pretty much, if you we're living in a simulation, we are determined to live like a certain type of path, or you can call it destiny or whatever. And you're supposed to live out your programming in the way that you were programmed for the simulation. Okay. So there's this thing called Randonautica, which is an app uh, that mm. they just created last week. And me and Alec have been fucking around with the rando not shit, but it was really hard to get like pinpoint lo- locations because pretty much what this does is like you access or connect to this quantum computer in Australia and then that computer sends you a coordinate, right? And then you go to the coordinate and basically going into that coordinate, you're breaking out of like the matrix if we are living in the simulation and crazy shit happens, right? So the first time we ever tried it, we just found a really nice camping spot where we stayed for like two weeks in Scion. And that's the only time we tried it. So I tried it this week because they came out with a really usable, easy, usable app. They and have an app for everything these days. Right. Yeah, exactly. So pretty much the way the app works is you can pick like an anomaly, an attraction, or a void. And the and it's complicated, so you can look up what those means. But it's just pretty much the way the computer does the algorithm. And then the way it comes up with these random numbers, it lays them over a map of the world. And okay. then based on those numbers, each number is assigned a fucking void, uh, attraction, and an anomaly. So I picked an anomaly. And um, apparently what people do, I'm trying to really get into it, right? So like I don't want to. So apparently what people do is you now, in a way to interact with the matrix, you have a question in mind. Or you have something in mind, so you can say, I want to see something creepy. Okay. And you just think about that as you go to the destination that you randomly are supposed to go to. And then it drops a point, and you go exactly to the point, and you look around, and you take a picture of what you find. And people find crazy shit. So some people are like, I want to find an artifact. And they find weird coins or, like, bones or weird shit like that, right? So I was like, okay, let me check what the fuck this is about. So for me, I was like, I want a message, right? And I wrote it down because I said, and uh, Callie came with me because she's the most skeptical person in the world. Okay. She's all about science and shit. And so I said, okay, so I want a message and I want the message to be relating to what I'm deciding is now my vocation, which is trying to become a full-time YouTubing, vlogging guy. So I want to know that I'm, I want the message to let me know if I'm doing the right thing in this field or if I made the right choice because like I could really be fucking my life up right now doing this. So we fucking walked three miles or yeah, it was like three miles, something like that to the point. And I was honestly really disappointed at first because we're like in a residential neighborhood and there's nothing around and I'm getting like 40 feet, 45 feet. And then when it hits zero, we stop in front of this sign, like one of those little picketed signs. Like and a mayor sign or what? Yeah. Like vote for mayor, whatever. Uh-huh. So like that, we stopped in front of it and this is what it said. The Bush School Class of 2020. Your future is bright. Yeah. Really strong. Okay. Yeah, and it what? literally said, "I all I said the was the Bush School." Oh, so it's actually yeah. a like a 
for yeah, smoking. Yeah, it's like a school sign. But yeah. like, what the weird thing is, there's no other signs, nothing around. And like, this is where the spot took me. And then also ask for a message. So you have to kind of look around uh-huh. and decipher shit out of things. And it just says, your future is bright. And me and Callie were freaking out, dude. And then it gets weirder because, dude, like, first of all, like, that's the only sign in that whole street. We fucking yeah. looked because we were like, this cannot be right. So that's the only sign in the whole fucking street, right? Yeah. And then we're like, what the fuck? And Callie was like, bro, I can't fucking explain. Like, this is crazy. So then we're like, we're just laughing, but like, like kind of tripping. Like half nervously. And, like, yeah, shit. yeah. Okay. So then we start walking and I was like, um, all right, let's walk back. And like, not even a block down, I'm talking. And um, so right now, like a little bit of background, I've been putting a lot of time into this whole YouTube thing. And it's kind of become like it's starting to hurt my personal relationships a little bit because I devote so much time to it. So then I'm like scheming. I'm like, man, I should do this. I need to move faster and all this shit like as how much like how I need to ramp it up. And Callie's just kind of listening to me. Right. And all of a sudden we hear somebody go, Isaac, where are you going? Like literally out loud. And we turn around and there's a lady that said that that's my fucking name, right? And mm. she's yelling at her toddler, whose name is Isaac as well. But right next to the toddler, where we look, is a giant sign in big ass letters that says "Slow Down" in capital letters. And we're like, "What the <laughs> fuck, <laughs> <laughs> dude?" <laughs> and we're, dude, at that point, we were like, "Fuck this, let's take a different path home." Fuck this, Rondo, not shit, dude. Like we legit got spooked. And we just like, what the Dude, fuck? Dude, that's crazy. That's it a- was so creepy and weird. And uh, but at the same time, it was like, what the fuck is this shit? So um, that's my third recommendation. Oh okay. Yeah, try um, it. Randonautica. Randonautica. Yeah, that's Randonautica? the app. That's what the app is called. It's like a Randonautica. It's a uh, this little thing at the bottom. It is. It looks like a coin. Yeah. And it's yellow. Yeah. Oh, shit. And, uh, I hope it's not one of those like crazy apps. You we just want to say that Isaac does movies. not get any money from uh, <laughs> repping this these. app. Oh. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't get any royalties. Or anything. Is but it free to know? Isn't that shit weird, though? Uh, like, No, that's crazy. But is it like you don't you don't realize how many Honda Civics are on the road until you buy a Honda Civic? Yeah, well, that was my frame of mind. Yeah. But how the fuck is it going to take me to the one point where it's the only sign... In the whole street. You know, holy shit, you know. Now, Isaac, that kid. Yeah. I think that was you. <sighs> That's you so know, annoying. Bro, I think that was you and like, no, no, no. Shut up, <laughs> dude. No, I respect you. I respect Honestly, it. like if the lady had never said, Isaac, where are you going? We would have never turned to see the sign Very that the true. kid was standing by. So like that was even creepier, you know. Um, I don't know, man. That's all I got right now. No, it's, um, That's crazy. Seems like it was a fun day. At the least, you yeah, know. it definitely was. But um, yeah, you know, just uh, three guys in a garage floating around in the Milky Way, bro. That's true. Nothing more to it. You guys uh seem pretty tired. Maybe we should. Uh, well, I, well, Rudy over here didn't even get to his three. Uh, uh, yeah, what's your? Two? I don't have three. I actually have one, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of people might have heard this one. Um, is it cool that I can I can I uh? Recommend a podcast 
Being on a podcast? Yeah, yeah 100%. <laughs> yeah. I mean, There's uh, no rules to this shit. For I'm not community. jealous as fuck. Why don't you recommend so, um, this fucking podcast? I'm going to go tear that down on uh, uh, iTunes Marketplace with a poor rating. You know, I'm right. not bitter. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was uh, I was listening to um, uh, the Joe Rogan experience. Uh-huh. And there's one with uh, Graham Hancock. I think it's Hancock. Hanc- yeah, Graham Hancock. Yeah. And I was listening <laughs> to that one. And that one, <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah. I know all words with cock in it. It's that guy. I know all the cock last name people out there. Dude, but I was listening to it John and it was, penis foot. Right. It was <laughs> sorry, good. Sorry. It was interesting if you guys want to check it out. What was it about? Give me a little synopsis. So pretty much what it, so he's Jan Han, uh Graham Hancock. He's Just like a journalist. Graham. Yeah. Right? He has a couple books and he was like um they're talking heavy about like the Amazon and um indigenous people and how like the world there's probably a previous civilization to before us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? How there's like people thought that like, you know, the dinosaurs got killed off and that's kind of where everything started. Like Neanderthals that came about like 6,000 years ago. Mm-hmm. Like that's the first sign of like humans and humans being able to interact with each other. But they talk about like even deeper than that. Like they think that like a super volcano or something like that happened a while back previous to all that that mm-hmm. had another civilization so they so the world is probably older than people think civilizations a lot older than people think and um also going into like the mis- the, the mysteries of the amazon how oh, interesting. how um they say that the amazon was like i don't know if like 50 million, 50 million square kilometers, 500,000 or 500 million square kilometers. It's big as fuck, but like they've only like really um, fucking like explored like 5% of it out of the whole thing. Really? So people think that like the, the Amazon's like you can't live there. There's never been people that live there, but they're starting to come up with evidence right now because all the deforestation. Why can't I say that? No, you said it. Um, and then that it was actually thriving and that all the people that there's millions of people living in the Amazon. Damn. But if like you guys, ruins, right? That they yeah, found ruins? Okay. Ruins, irrigation systems, and like all this other crazy shit. Yeah. Well, I know the Mayans had like really complex irrigation systems. Mm-hmm. Like they had these like floating islands that were farms that were like super fucking intricate. Huh. Yeah. And they were able to feed like millions of people through that system and process. There you go. I only thought they chopped heads off of the top of the pyramids and watched Not them roll down. Not our ancestors, bro. That's only no. part of it, baby. You know how we roll. Yeah. Mexican people use the, it's the same thing. What's the cartels doing? Yeah, Chopping heads. That's true. Tradition. It's just part of our tradition. Yeah. yeah. But um, that's super fucking dope. Uh, and if people are interested in that, also look up Napta Playa, just to piggyback off of you. Mm-hmm. It's like a it's this ancient stone circle um and it dates back to when like we didn't even have like metal or like anything like that and and what scientists used to think that it was was a uh like a sacrificial circle for cows and shit but this one mathematician and astronomer was like let me just see if this lines up with any stars and it lines up with the stars 26,000 years ago when the earth was like at the different uh, uh-huh. axis. Yeah. And uh, the Napta Playa stones line up perfectly with it. 
and it's like then they uncover other stones like in the circle and stuff and it actually predicts i think it's called the procession of the equinox right Mm -hmm. when the earth tilts um and it like lines up with both processions of the equinox so whoever built this fucking stone circle at the time where we were supposed to be like primitive fucking retards Mm -hmm. like (laughs) clearly mapped out like 20 over like twenty six thousand years uh and the tilt of the earth exactly where the stars would be okay and um so you go two ways with this right so what do you what do you think and then either we were more advanced back then or I think aliens or something what are we mm, talking about here? i, I kind of want to give us the benefit of the doubt because if you go back to the pharaohs in egypt uh-huh. um they don't have an the egyptologist bro i'm a fucking archaeology buff egyptologists don't think that uh they think that pharaohs you know just came and went right uh-huh. so there's a total there's a certain amount of pharaohs in egyptian history uh-huh. but if you kind of average out like the average pharaoh rule um it dates to like forty five thousand years into the past but forty five thousand years from like the the building of like the sphinx uh-huh. um and forward and back so like when it predates the ice age um, I think 45,000 years, I think it's, it's, it's what it is. So like you have to think that if you follow like what Egyptian, like what these, uh, hieroglyphs are saying is that there, a civilization started 40, around 45,000 years before the ice age. Um, and they slowly build up like all this technology and this cataclysm happened mm. that kind of wiped them out and they kind of had to restart Start over. over. Okay. So and that's also shows because in the Sphinx, there's like water. This is all shit that's already been talked about many times. But um, if you want to see about some crazy shit, you can also check out Gobilibio Tepe. Um, it's a pyramid in Turkey. Gobilibio Tepe. It's a pyramid in Turkey that's bigger than the pyramid. Uh, how do you say it again? Why you got to <laughs> make me feel like that, bro? No, no. I'm a little it. faded, dude. No, no, say it. Go Bilibio it. Tepe. Okay. It's a pyramid in Turkey, and it's bigger than the Pyramid of Giza, and it actually predates it by a couple, like, thousand years, and it was purposefully buried. When they do the, carbo, the carbon samples on the dirt, all the earth is the same age. Usually when something gets buried over time, you can you can tell the different ages of the earth. Based mm. on like that tube going down, it's like okay, this happened here. This Cause is because it's so slow. Yeah, yeah, but this was all buried at the same time, and and like what they're finding in Gobibotepi is like it was purposely buried. It was like an advanced technology or an advanced culture that built that shit. But like the thing is, is at that time when that was built, we're not supposed to have that type of mathematical knowledge. We're not supposed to have those type of tools to put up like like whatever however many ton pillars mm-hmm. um so then you do have to ask the question like how old are we really and like what the fuck happened yeah you that's know? true i think that makes a lot of sense with kind of having to hit the reset button evolutionarily hmm. actually it wouldn't even be that you know if the humans just kind of got wiped out over you know yeah 100 years or 100,000 years or and 200,000 years or whatever. Being millions, no. Yeah. Man, I just think if there's an apocalypse, man, I don't even know how my vehicle works. Yeah, you know, you ever think about survive, that? Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't even know how, like, yeah. Dude, what and about... Uh, no, go ahead. What about if, like, they're, like, if they're, 
let's say there is, there was like a earlier generation of humans. What about if they just got really smart and had everything like biodegradable fucking everything? And <laughs> that's going, that's that's, that's going real intense. I, I see hey, that. I see but that. that but the super volcano, they can't you can't fix a super volcano yeah. no matter how smart you are. If you think about like, it like only the stone structures would survive, like none of our buildings would survive like a couple true. thousand years, like only whatever Millions, we build bro. in stone. But I, also like what if they found different ways to use technology because we found a specific way like rocket propulsion and all this stuff but mm -hmm. like i know physics gets you like or the the fundamental like basic uh nature of science like is there's a set uh laws and things you know but like mm -hmm. it's completely possible like what if these people like only work like using like sound technology and they figured all the shit out through that like the laws because it's how a, we understand it based yeah exactly off of framework yeah yeah so like it's completely possible that something like that that they could have done something like that because if you look at the megaliths and the things that they built and a lot of the times they there's a lot of like emphasis on sound and resonance in a lot of these uh ruins and there it's all over the world actually where you yeah, find they get under the vibration thing yeah yeah Mm -hmm. And it could, I mean, it could be, and then maybe we just went a different way with the Nazis and bomb. bomb oh, bomb. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but, dude, what Rudy was saying about the jungles in the Amazon, yeah. Um, they have, like, this radar technology where they, like, come and scan down, and they're finding, like, massive, massive fucking, like, civilizations that used to be there just by, like, scanning through the Amazon rainforest. And what they figured out is they did, like, some, like, they'll set something up uh -huh. and, like, Within years, the Amazon will, like, eradicate that shit. So, like, you fucking, like, it'll just overgrow it, like, because uh -huh. uh -huh. everything grows so fast in the rainforest like that. So, like, they're sending, like, these uh, radar scans, like, infrared or some kind of fucking sound light wave mixture. Okay. And uh, they're just finding, like, these massive civilizations that could have housed millions of people. And what they think killed them is, like, when the... When like Columbus and all these motherfuckers, not yeah, on. when they were coming down, uh, and they like eradicated the civilizations so, with like viruses. So what I think what happened with that, I think, I think before Columbus and all that happened, I there's a, I think there's these uh this uh the explorer yeah that came like a hundred years or like two hundred years before that, and like went across the whole Americas, and that's when he said that there's like. Like cities with like millions of people and Paint all this shit, gold, all like in the yeah. Amazon and stuff. And yeah. then when the when they come back like two hundred years later, everything's all grown out. Gone. Because yeah, because yeah. like the Spanish brought over like smallpox, and like in the Americas they weren't exposed to any of mm -hmm. anything like that, and they just literally like wiped out. Yeah, the whole, like everyone the one explorer group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, he's walking around touring South America and shit with, like, these giant cities built the gold and shit. Uh -huh. And now, and then when all the, exactly what he's saying, when all the people came to check it out, uh -huh. like, there's nothing and they thought he was a fucking liar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. But then it turns out, like, he was probably telling the truth, but him and his people being there just killed everybody because huh. of the fucking diseases they brought over. Kind of like wild. fucking COVID. I know, man. Mm -hmm. A little too close to home. Yeah. Well, it's good that we're all six feet apart. That's why we had to do this in uh, an audio only. We're all sitting really far away from each other, and we couldn't get the cameras up in here. Yeah, yeah. we are all we're all making sacrifices here. Yeah. Right. 
Um, anyways, uh, you got any last closing off words? You look just so tired, my friend. You know what? I'm a little tired. Because it's, what time is it right now? It's 12.49. And I'm supposed to be up at 8. That's my 8 hours right there. Okay. Colin. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, but um, we try to get it in, you know. We have to. That's yeah. what he said. Uh, I feel as you're floating around in outer space and all that shit. Um, by the way, I'm not trying to be... Me- no, this, is your, this is your closer. I'm not, this, this is, is my closer. closer. This That's is my closer. I, figured. Okay. I was going to say, I'm not trying to be deep. Take, I'm just trying to be... Take us home. Take us home. All right, all right. As you're fl- oh. well, now, no, you take us home. Give us some. I don't know what to say other than get close to the mic and kind of say what you were gonna say. We're all here floating out in the cosmos as a speck of dust, maybe a little more. A floating shit, which is an upgrade <laughs> from a, spoke, a speck of dust, I guess. Right? Uh, um, I guess so. And uh, what does it all mean? It yeah. Doesn't mean anything. Just remember, nothing matters. Only you tomorrow. Start your day. Be who you were meant to become. Smoke that crack. Snort that <laughs> coke. Fuck that bitch up. Do your thing, baby. We're out here. It's about to be one in the morning. Just having a good time in the garage, in the Milky Way, in the spaceship called Earth. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Three men, one garage. <laughs>